0: I don't. It's time to bear down in the bear den. People call you a musician. (laughs) (laughs) What on earth was (laughs) that? All
1: right, here we go.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bear Dan Podcast, your home for nothing but the finest armchair analysis of your Chicago Bears. Coming to you today from our studio in Aurora, I'm Matt Willard. I'm Brad Morrison.
0: And I'm Brian Mangler, and we're your hosts as we bear down on the latest from your friendly neighborhood, Monsters of the Midway.
1: You can find us on Facebook at the bear Dan, and follow us on Twitter at bear Dan Chicago.
2: All right, so Mitchell Trubisky is now a winning NFL quarterback. Uh, after whip, today's whip, whip. big win over the Ravens, it was not always pretty. But in actuality, um, the overall team did a little better than the score would indicate. Yeah, um, yeah we, we, I mean, you
0: take f- out those two special teams' touchdowns, it was a very good game by the offense and defense.
2: Well, yeah, particularly the defense. The defense continues to just play out of their minds. I, I love yeah. that. But... um. Yeah, the special teams, it's not like you can just actually take away two special teams touchdowns, but there's some <laughs> something to be said. If only though, right? <laughs> for the unit has not been nearly as prone to those kind of gaffes as we saw today, and I'm going to give them like a one-week get-your-shit-together mulligan because they lost Sherrick McManus early on, and you wouldn't think one guy would have that big of an impact, but he is the the captain of the unit. So I'm wondering how much effect that might have had on getting guys where they needed to go and just how the unit overall played when you lose, you know, basically the middle linebacker of your special teams unit.
0: Yeah, that definitely could have played a big part to it. And credit to the Ravens punt returner and kick returner for doing some things. Of course, and the first one
2: really could have been debated that he might have been down. That was kind of an odd thing. The second one, that, that was dumb but yeah i mean my gosh you you go into overtime 24 to 24 and 15 of their points came from kick returns yeah that's not that's not okay that's not okay at all they allowed three field goals and two kick off well kick return and a punt return yeah really the the
0: defense did just a remarkable job. Oh, it was great. I mean, the, Raven, game. the
2: Ravens' offense has kind of sucked. Let's be fair, but you True. can only you only play who you play. You know, Joe yeah, Joe Flacco and the struggling Ravens offense were on the schedule, and guess what? Just like last week when Sam Bradford was on the plate with you know a bum knee, the defense did what they were supposed to do. They capitalized. They took advantage and really forced the issue. I mean, yeah, God. and go ahead.
0: I. Some things you're really seeing on this defense that I'm starting to get excited about is, one, the pass rush is becoming a consistent threat to quarterbacks. Yes. Uh, you're starting to see Leonard Floyd draw a lot of holding penalties, Yeah, which, which is, is always a good thing. Those It's almost as good as a sack because yeah, you're just still disrupting the offense. And then the other thing is, Kyle Fuller's playing like a beast, and oh Eddie Jackson's God. playing like a beast. Yeah, no like, doubt. They could both be parts of our secondary going forward and that's really exciting
1: well dude even adrian amos has really showed up in the last couple of weeks i mean yeah he's, he
0: well he had that big pick six obviously but he also uh had
1: the most had some tackles some on
2: the
0: team i think tied with christian jones
1: and the tackles themselves have just been absolutely vicious. Yeah, he's
2: always been good for the tackling, but his ball skills have left a lot to be desired. But, um, you know, that was his first career interception today. I'm like 95% yeah. sure. Um, and but even then it, it was, the was a tip
0: that kind of landed in his hands. Yes, it wasn't still. really
2: something he forced, but you know, heads up enough.
1: Hey, bringing in the duck is not an easy thing to do either. I mean,
0: that's
2: true. It's a lot that's easier true. to and How to many catch total a
0: turnovers did we have today? As many as we had all last season?
2: Yeah, God. Uh, they I forced mean... at least three.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, it got to be at least three. So, yeah. I mean, it was awesome to see the defense doing such good work. And uh, you yeah, kept right in it because Trubisky. You could tell they directed him just not to lose the game. Um, Yeah, yeah, he's still still
0: playing conservative, getting the playbook under his belt.
1: Yeah, well, and I think that they're not using a a full-fledged playbook with
0: him
2: either, still.
0: Yeah, and that's something that they might not even be able to do because they don't have receivers that can run routes worth shit.
2: Oh, God, not at all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the receivers still just generated nothing today i mean it was funny like right away you saw him look at uh tanner gentry like three times <laughs> just like chucked it deep to him um didn't end up connecting with him at all i don't think uh so that didn't end up happening but then again at the end um there were a couple clutch receptions by kendall right
1: yeah, yeah. especially that like weird like highball i was like What's he doing? uh it was uh which
2: drive was that? Maybe the uh the might have been the the, the, the the game winner. The game winner where he chucked it high over the middle to him. Yeah, I was shocked yeah. to see Kendall Wright go up for that. It was awesome. Yeah, Trubisky was on the run, shuffling around, heavy pressure, third and eleven, and delivered a ball basically right where it needed to go. I mean, Wright had to go up for it, but it was even, it was in the middle of defenders, so if you put it too much lower, that would have been at risk of being picked. It was um, a
1: gutty throw. It was. It, it
2: really was. Um, yeah, I mean, w- we'll talk about all aspects of the game, but it's funny. Um, special team scaffs and all. These guys can you know, testify for me that when um, Trubisky completed that third and 11 to Kendall Wright and set us up for, um, you know, for a game-winning field goal, I said, you know, if we end up shanking this field goal, it's... Kinda just gonna be funny because Uh I already saw what I needed to see from Jordan Howard and Mitch Trubisky going out and winning the game.
1: Yeah, man. How about Jordan Howard? I mean, he has that boneheaded play that almost keeps the Bears from getting to go to overtime, but then as soon as they get into overtime, you could tell he clearly like went up to the coaching staff and was like, Look, let me make this right. Feed me the ball, and 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 he willed them down the field. What you like about
0: Howard too is you can see as the game goes on, he gets hungrier.
1: Yeah, you know he's Mm -hmm. not one of
0: these guys that's getting gassed in the fourth quarter. He he wants to pound you into the dirt in the fourth quarter. I think he had. He might have only had, like, 60 yards going into the fourth and finished with 160 yards.
2: Yeah, I mean, I you that, like, 60 of those for that one big overtime run, but he still had yeah. over 100.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. He, he wears him down, you can tell. He, he finds his sucker. He finds that guy that he's going to go back to because uh, he knows he can make a miss or he knows that he can run right over him. And, I mean, honestly, yeah. I just see... No reason why you don't just feed that beast. Like keep hammering them with Howard.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, he even bowled over C.J. Mosley, and yeah. I mean he's no slouch at middle linebacker. Um, and that's I was I was listening on the radio today. I wasn't actually watching, um, but the the rats with the radio guys were just calling for over and over again. Is you take those two, three, four yard runs at the beginning of the game, and you just keep feeding the beast. And by the end of the game, he'll be ripping off, you know, five, six, seven yard runs instead of your two, three, four yards. Well, take a and look. And it just—he's a snowballer.
2: Yeah, I mean, take a look at the running game that has done that the most effectively through the first few weeks of the season, and it's Kansas City, where I think we talked about it last week, where Kareem Hunt has been almost non-existent in most of the first halves of their games. But um, in the second half, all of a sudden, boom! There he is. They can't take him anymore because he's picked his spots. They're tired, and he just asserts his dominance. And Howard does yeah. the same kind of thing.
1: You can tell the uh, yeah that the second level in particular gets really tired of 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 taking contact to these kinds of running backs. It's like I don't want to do
2: it again. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: and especially you look at the two wins we have now so far. Howard's got 150 plus yards in both of those games. So, like this, this is your formula to win games. Your defense is good enough to keep the other team from putting up huge points. Now, feed the beast and just drag the other team into the mud and hope they make a couple mistakes and we can sneak some wins on these
2: teams. It would have been nice to see Trubisky like unleash the dragon a little bit more, but you can tell that you know, said, "Okay, rookie's first road game." We're going to ride Jordan Howard the whole way, and we're going to mix it up with Tariq Cohen. I've still got some criticisms about the game calling and uh, yeah, the general strategy, but overall I liked that we tried to run Cohen to the outside a few times and it wasn't working, and guess what? We actually ran him up the gut a couple times. Yeah, he's slippery. Yeah, it, he, yeah, turns,
1: um, he turns sideways and he becomes paper thin. <laughs> you <yeah,
2: it was, laughs> can't get him yeah. down. So It was nice that it wasn't a matter of like just trying the same thing over and yeah. over and over and over again, which we've seen a little bit with Cohen.
0: That is something that they need to start doing with Cohen is mixing up what he's in there for because teams are no realizing that they're just going to put him to the outside, whether it's a toss or a sweep or a yeah, screen. Then he just
2: gets shut down. Um,
0: they're, they're not using him up the middle. They're not using him as a decoy that much. It's pretty much, if he's on the field, he's getting the ball out to the side and that that's something that they're going to have to start mixing up. Mm-hmm. if they want him to continue being successful.
2: Yeah, but um, there were a couple times during the game that Trubisky really, really, really did a great job um, when he was asked to pass. That touchdown where he scrambled, bought time, and then launched it um, deep into the loving arms of Dion Sims was great. Yeah, I loved that.
0: Yeah, yeah. His ability to escape the pocket and throw accurately on the move is going to be a great thing to have.
1: Yeah, God, he he has, I think, really special awareness considering he's a rookie. You know, it's going to take some time to continue developing, you know, knowing, you know, what's going on on his blind side and whatnot. But uh, he... He gets out of collapsing pockets. He did get sacked a few times today, but he he got out a lot more than he got sacked. And when he gets out, he still sees the field so well. Like I, I don't feel unsafe with him having the ball in his hands. You know what? He might he might throw picks now and then because he's gonna try to do some things. But you know what? Even even guys like Brett Favre threw picks now and then. Fred well, Barber for a, Brett threw a
0: lot of picks. <laughs> he was yeah. great,
1: but is, uh, yeah.
0: is he still the NFL leader in picks? Though? I believe so. He might
1: be, but he's probably the NFL leader in passes attempted too. <laughs> <Yeah>, probably not. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, even so, that's not what he's remembered for, you know what I mean? He's, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe maybe guys like us that, you know, like to poke fun at him for this or that <laughs> in addition to respecting his greatness. Um but you know, that's that's part of the 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 gunslinging stuff, and I think that Trubisky has all of the the makings of a phenomenal gunslinger, and that means you know he's occasionally gonna take a chance because he believes he can make the play, and you know I would still rather have that every single day of the week than deal with you know constant mediocrity like. Josh McCown or Mike Glennon or you know Ryan Fitzpatrick these guys who are known as you know well <laughs> were known as <laughs> game manager type quarterbacks I, no screw that that's not what's going to win you titles long term
2: no
0: it's, yeah
1: it's just not that's that's called playing to not lose mm-hmm. and and I think that to John Fox way that's right but you know I I, I truly believe that with Trubisky as quarterback the Bears have a chance to win any game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, honestly, we did play to not lose. That was sort of the whole strategy. But when you are up and you do have a defense playing well and you do have a quarterback that's protecting the ball, you sort of can afford to play to, quote-unquote, not lose. Um, It's not like they completely shut it down, but they were extremely careful in the first half. Um, Coming into the second half... Uh, Tariq Cohen had a higher passer rating than Trubisky, just because. Just <laughs>
1: because he had one pass and it was a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and Trubis- Trubisky had yeah. like
2: seven passes and four of them were intentionally thrown away. Right. Yeah, you know, and that's that's something I want to credit him for. It was interesting because yeah, you know, it sucks you, you see him drop back and you see him survey the field and then he just tosses it and you're like waiting for him to throw something all game. It's like, oh, I'm so bored, but I love. That Trubisky has that ability to drop back, calmly survey the field, and when he realizes that none of our shitty receivers are open, he just throws yeah. it away. You know, it it's, is it's by not far a evil. To, Yeah, it's
0: not Jay Cutler trying to force it to a receiver when the guy is not open.
2: Yes, you know we don't
0: have we don't have an Alshon Jeffrey. We don't have a Brandon Marshall that can go over the defensive back to get the ball. We just don't have that caliber of
2: receiver right now. Yeah, no, we don't, and that's clearly going to be the focus for next off season. Bring back yeah. Alshon. I mean, oh, maybe.
1: <laughs> or other people that are on, like, one-year deals. I think uh, Keenan Allen might be on an expiring contract. I don't think he is. I swear I saw that today. Exactly I don't
0: know that I'd ever want to take the chance that he's going to stay healthy either. I mean, why not, though?
1: Like, you know, it's a, the, the injuries will just drive his price down. <laughs>
2: True. I mean, speaking of... Injured guys that are extremely talented. Sammy Watkins is a free agent. Um, Terrell yeah. Pryor is a free agent. Terrell Pryor, Terrell Pryor
0: um, will be a
1: free agent. Obviously, he's, you know, second slash third fiddle, but even, like, yeah. Robert Woods would be a step up from what we've got. Devontae right
2: Adams is a free agent.
1: Yeah, I, I no, can't really. see him leaving Green Bay because Green Bay it, doesn't like to let their guys It leave.
2: might just be an issue of money because they've tied up a lot of money in that position with Cobb and Nelson.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, plus I, it would be fun to just steal a Packer and have yeah, him want to stick it to them twice. a the year. Just, like, worried with one of favorite
2: targets too, though. Yeah, I, I worry with like Packer receivers and Patriot receivers, like right. how Make much it, of like it is well, Jones,
1: Wes Welker that's type of yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, how much of it is the greatness of the man throwing the pass? Yeah, right. Speaking and of which, we saw Aaron Rodgers go down today with a broken collarbone. Could s- be that for the year. Yeah,
1: it sucks, yeah. man. And it, it's. It's one of those things that it was not a uh it wasn't really a flagrant hit, but it was one of those things where Anthony Barr did not have to tackle him and then ride him to the ground. Yeah. That was kind of my issue with it. Riding him to the ground was yeah. not, not an appropriate thing, and you can expect to see a rule change as a result of that. I mean
2: Maybe so. I mean we talked about it last week, I think it was just you and me, or maybe a couple weeks ago with Brian. But um at this point you've got Just a litany of superstars out for the year. You know, it's it's big business. It's really bad for the NFL. Think about this: you might have you. You could make an argument that the most exciting quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and defensive player in the league are out for the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, you really could. I wouldn't say best receiver, but most exciting, easily.
2: Yeah, one of the most dynamic. Yeah, between he's he's electric. Is what Rogers DJ. OBJ and Watt. That's like a yeah. lot of star power.
1: It's it's guys that can either, you know, uh, score a touchdown or you know get a sack on on every single play. That's mm-hmm. what those kinds yeah. of guys are.
0: Especially though, they're not just like local stars. They're National
1: nationwide stars. personalities. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're faces of the game. They're not just faces of their franchise.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it says a lot that David Johnson is probably by a good margin, the least recognizable of those four. And he's right. been yeah. the best running back in football for a couple of years.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a it's a weird time for the game, uh, especially considering that there's all these concerns around concussions and that's not what's keeping any of these guys <laughs> down. It's, it's
0: Yeah, concussions thing. get a lot of the bad press because of the long-term ramifications mm-hmm. players deal with the rest of their lives, but... I mean, yeah. it's your soft tissues, it's your knees, it's your wrists, it's your ankles, it's what we're seeing knocking these guys out much more regularly.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, until further notice, injuries are a part of the NFL, and not to be crass, but a rodgers Packers team leaves this division wide open.
1: Yeah, It really does. It's not even out of the Bears' grasp. That's the crazy part.
2: I'm not saying... (laughs) I would give the Bears still probably the fourth best odds in the division of taking it. Just because the Packers have a little bit of a head start. If Hundley is terrible, then maybe the Packers could fall to the basement. But even if he's just serviceable...
0: But you look at how bad. The Lions played today. Right, I mean, you, you're talking about... The Vikings, that's what i saying. The Case Vikings Kingdom still aren't Vikings. that great, we especially had the with Vikings the quarterback the position up in the air. Yeah, Yeah, and
2: their quarterback position is so up in the air still. Teddy might be coming back in a couple weeks and frankly, I don't know if I've ever seen Teddy Bridgewater play better than Case Kingdom has been this season. Yeah. To Teddy's yeah. Teddy's kind of like a... At this Kyle Orton point, plus. Well, at this point, there's like a nice lens that, through which we viewed Teddy Bridgewater because of his True. terrifying injury and he was an early second round pick and he was like basically competent for like a season and then he almost like never played again like had an injury he almost some had of his teammates yeah. were throwing up on the field and so now it's like oh I can't wait for him to come back and have this amazing research and career and not to be mean, but frankly, I don't know what we ever saw from him before his knee blew up into a thousand tiny pieces. Right. There's really no let me reason to believe to think he <laughs> was gonna be a great, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because mildly competent quarterback play is such a rarity nowadays.
2: That's honestly valid.
0: <laughs> Especially from a rookie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I mean, really, I mean, if you think about the division, the the Minnesota Vikings who are currently being quarterbacked by Case Keenum and are probably the favorite. They're probably the favorite. And, I mean, they've also got, like, their running backs are weird, too, because they've got, like, uh, I, I, would you even call him washed up because he was never remarkable, Latavius Murray. Like, yeah. Like, still trying to make it and <laughs> be something. Yeah. And, I mean, and Jarek McKinnon, who, like, is good for these explosive plays. But, he, I mean, he's been, like, the... Oh, our running backs hurt again or our running back punched his kid again, so we're gonna be the running back again. It's just it's you know what I mean? It's yeah. like he's he's yeah. like the Kyle Orton of running backs, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. He just like keeps finding himself in these positions where he has to start, even though he's never being called the starter. It's ridiculous. But but that's the situation. That's that's who probably the front-runner for the division is at this point.
2: Yeah, uh, unless uh, Stafford and the Lions really get it together. I know Stafford was playing a little hurt today. Um, he was, yeah, he's banged up. He was working but... through a bum ankle, but bum ankles still, don't make it's you not throw like the throw three rest... picks and fumble twice.
0: And it's not like that team around him's
2: anything special anywhere. No, not really. I, I have a hard time thinking of too many, like, wow, what fantastic football players on the Lions. No, not like I can think of a ton on the Bears, you know, but just saying the division. I mean, is I
0: I would place more of my bets on Mitch Trubisky and Jordan Howard gelling together and making a competent offense than I would on the, anyone on the Lions right now.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. The Lions have, no, like, no. A, a litany of wide receivers that are, like, Competent next to especially well, the Bears. I all mean, right, that's fair. Yeah, no, especially I, if they get Galladay back up and running, yeah, then they have like three large end zone targets. Yeah, yeah trust me. I mean,
0: Galladay limited practice most of the week. He yeah. just didn't get enough yeah. into play. I like so. Trubisky
2: and Howard as much as anybody, but Stafford is still a top 10 ish quarterback in the league, throwing to at least decent to good. NFL receiving talent in guys like Golden Tate and Marvin Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're at least like real NFL receivers, you know. So yeah, until I mean, until still all good right. for like all
0: right, that's that's I mean fair. until Maybe further I'm notice. On my yeah, train. a little bit.
2: Yeah. Until further notice or like case keenum really takes off with Dalvin Cook out for the year and Aaron Rodgers possibly out for the year, the Lions have like the front running offense in this division which is kind of sad, but probably just the case. Um, I suspect the Bears' offense all year will remain a struggle, but the Bears might, like, stealthily... Actually, probably not even stealthily. I think the Bears have done a good job establishing that they probably have the second-best defense in the division, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not as experienced and not as seasoned... And definitely don't have as much secondary talent as the Vikings. But they've been a pretty good defensive unit overall. Yeah. And um, if you're able to ground and pound and Trubisky adds even just a little element of watch out for you know, for the pass, um, yeah. then the Bears can win some games. It's a shame And our that
0: schedule does... Our The back half of our schedule is easier than these front five games have been.
2: Yeah, I hate to be so callous about an injury to, you know, like, a human being, but it's a shame, just from pure gamesmanship perspective, that Rodgers is out for the year this season, you know, because I just don't think the Bears are ready to take advantage of that.
1: Yeah, right, what yeah. can it be in,
2: like, two years? Yeah. Even next year, you know, I just think right now is not the time, even with Rodgers down, I think the Bears still probably have, like, an optimistic cap of around 8-8, eight and eight, you know, and that's yeah. still probably dreaming a little big with the receiving talent being as depleted as it is. But um, still, I mean, well, what I was saying earlier about how like, eh, if yeah, if uh, Connor Barth misses this kick, it'll be stupid and funny and a little frustrating. But at least we saw what you know Trubisky and Howard could do. Blah blah blah. I stand by that in terms of my own personal feelings, but it is undoubtedly better for the team as a culture to be winning than to be losing yeah um, especially
0: these close games you stick in it it's just it's yeah. a feel-good thing then it's you a have a good week thing. of practice you come out next week feeling good
2: yeah I don't, you really don't
1: want to make your your defense which currently is the heartbeat of this team feel like shit when they play their asses off and that's then, like special thinking. teams
2: blows it and then when, like, Cohen put it on the ground And again, when Cohen puts it
1: on the ground. And I was like, I was
2: looking at Akeem Hicks, I'm like, oh, that poor guy. Yeah. He's playing at a Pro Bowl level, and he's trying so hard, and the team is just shitting it Collapsing. away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, I, I just had flashbacks to, like, some of the worst Grossman or, you know, bad Cutler. <laughs> yeah. Things where, like, yeah. Brian Urlacher is yeah. just, you know, like... Did my best, right. <laughs> you know.
1: It's... Thank God, though, that like at least the whole defense really seems to be coming on, yeah, quite well. Um, because honestly, that the 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 Viking or not Vikings, excuse me, Ravens. the Ravens. I got confused by the purple, and we were just talking about the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens' offense like didn't do anything. Oh, they're real bad. They did. They didn't. They're
0: real, real bad.
1: Like well, I, I don't remember. What, I, I, would have to see what the actual stats were on this, but like, well, they didn't find the end zone, right? With the exception of
2: the yeah. two point conversion, and that doesn't count. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think they even really made their way down the field by themselves. No. They capitalized on turnovers. They
1: were they were constantly punting or uh, or throwing picks.
2: <laughs> like even the field goals were yeah. kind of gifted.
1: Yeah, absolutely, they were because like they got the ball on like the fifty. It's like okay, so you need to get one yard or rather you need to not lose five yards and Justin Tucker can hit the ball from the 50 yard line. Oh but, yeah
2: Justin Tucker could like hit it from his own end zone probably. They were
1: showing a a clip of him like warming up before the game and he like he like drilled one from like 70
2: yards. He's absurd. He's a freak. He's Honestly so if like there was ever like a trip to the Super Bowl on the line and they needed Justin Tucker to kick like a 65 yarder I would not bet against him.
1: No, not at all. Like, if your choice was do we give the ball to Joe Flacco and ask him to drive it another 10 yards or do we just let Justin kick it right now, I'm letting Tucker kick the ball. (laughs)
2: And I just want to say it was fun after we called it on the podcast last week to see Pernell McPhee wreaking a little havoc out there against his old team. Especially after tweeting about it, or not tweeting about it, but talking, talking to about a reporter. It. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he actually got like an official sack on Flacco, but I know he was involved in like one big dog pile on his dead body at least once, <laughs> which was just fun to see. The defense overall has just really come to play. Um,
1: yeah, uh, Big Eddie Goldman had a nice. Uh, a couple just really nice a, plays. A
2: stuff for a loss. It's, it's good to so see sad, him but...
0: staying healthy this much too. That's yeah. been an issue. Yeah, for him. I
2: don't want to jinx it, it but not, yeah, <laughs> hopefully he stays healthy. Knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it just comes back to what we just said. This defense and the running game could keep you involved in a lot of games, you know. And hopefully the Bears can actually you know, string some wins together. I don't know how many wins it takes for John Fox to keep his job. Probably like an inordinate amount. I have a sense he's on his way out the door. unless Four the Bears wins. like. Tear off like a seven-game win streak or something like that. I feel that. like
1: the Bears need to be like the wild card team, or he needs to be fired. Because <laughs> yeah. like, he, yeah, I like that. He has kept them out of several games with shitty I mean, management.
0: Even if mm-hmm. they do win a bunch of games, I still don't want him to be the coach next year.
1: No, I, I mean I agree with you wholeheartedly. They
0: I mean, could they could make the playoffs this year, and I would still want him to be fired. <laughs> I don't. I just. Ugh.
1: That's because he. You would probably like lose the playoff stupid game because stupid fat face he'd do and his dumb. stupid
0: scraggly beard and his <laughs> stupid voice. <laughs>
2: well, can't really wow. can't really counter that. <laughs> Not really gonna top that, are we? <laughs> no, nope. no. But I, I get it. I mean. The thing is, when you hired John Fox, you hired him to be, like, your safe conservative coach who was going to get you back to, like, respected, disciplined football. And overall, I mean, yes, the locker room is not nearly as much of a dumpster fire as it was under trustman. That part, he's, like, straightened out. Culture is better. But this team still just has, like, an extreme amount of boneheaded penalties And clock management issues and stuff like that that falls squarely at his feet. You know, it's his third year. Yeah, I mean Jordan Howard should have been told
1: directly, "You are running it to the long side of the field, and you are taking a dive. You are not going out of bounds." That should have been an instruction. He shouldn't have had to like do that and then realize it and be like, "Oh God, I'm so dumb." Like that should have been told to him on the sideline before that even began. Mm -hmm. Take the ball, take a dive. That play where Bobby Rainey. Bobby Rainey or it was Bobby Rainey, right? that's the that's the uh, the old Tampa Bay Buccaneer that was on the Ravens. I think so. I don't remember <laughs> the, Whichever one uh, or was no it was the other kid? I can never remember. I can't keep the that mess straight anyway. Uh, the point is the former Tampa Bay running back that was returning punts and kicks, I think it was on Buccaneer. the uh, the play where it looked like he might be down, but like apparently wasn't. that's what happens when you don't play to
2: the whistle. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. John Fox's teams just have not really played to the whistle that consistently. They are not playing yeah. disciplined football. They, well, I shared,
0: they are usually being I shared good that sports, stat with but... you guys this morning that I heard um, I heard it on the scores I was driving to work this morning. Um but without Peyton Manning, John Fox is only like a four sixty one win percentage. Like, he, yeah. he his overall win percentage was greatly boosted by having Peyton Manning as coach for a couple of years.
2: Well, you know, Fox is, like, not that good. <laughs> you know? I mean, the proof's in the pudding at this point. He's had three years to, like, really rebuild this into at least a very disciplined, like, fundamentally sound football team, and I would not say it's really quite there.
1: So here, here's my question, right? He has been known as, quote, a fixer, right? We've heard this before. He's yeah. known as a fixer. Yeah. And he comes in, and teams are really bad, and then he leaves, and they bring in a new coach, and they win. So my question is, is John Fox really a fixer, or is he the only thing standing between decent teams a and boom. Super Bowl
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is he just the token interim coach?
2: Well, I mean... There's also something to be said for at what point do we question whether John Fox, in both Carolina and Denver, inherited rosters that were, like, almost better?
0: Oh, absolutely. You know?
2: And then he I got, mean, he, he inherited in a and, Denver team. Yeah, and he He had inherited a like, Denver
0: team, and then they added Peyton Manning, and look at what they
2: did. And Von Miller, point. yeah. Like, you, he inherited a team that, like, sucked but had some nice pieces in place, had a top pick... Then ended up with Peyton Manning in Denver, Julius Peppers in uh, Carolina. Carolina, and then, surprise, did pretty well, you know.
0: Also, Julius Peppers is still playing, and he's, he's still racking on, up the sacks. That dude is a Panthers. freak of nature.
2: He's scary.
1: He's back at his natural position too. They've got him playing end again. Yeah, he's
0: I mean, he's back in Carolina. And it's,
1: Yeah, it's nice to see him back in number 92. It was weird seeing that 53. I mean,
0: I figured he'd him. go there and just like go there for his last season retire, but he's like still playing very well.
2: Yeah. Well, n- never forget that Brian Urlacher described him hands down as the best football player he's ever seen.
0: Yeah, yeah. I miss him. He was so good. That's
1: high praise, too, coming from a guy that didn't compliment anybody. Oh, yeah, like
2: the, the, their first training camp <laughs> yeah. together, like like a reporter just went up to Brian and was like, well, what do you think about, you know, this uh, Julius Peppers guy? And Brian just, without hesitation, best football player I've ever seen. Best football player I have ever yeah. seen. You know. I like, mean,
0: I, I still remember the play. I think it was the first year we got him. Where he batted up in the air
2: and caught it.
0: <laughs> there was that one. But I remember... When he chased down Michael Vick, like in Mike Vick's prime when he was the fastest guy in the league, Peppers chased him down. Like he was that much of a athletic freak that he's six nine and chasing down one of the fastest quarterbacks to ever play the game.
1: I was gonna say, did he even have to run or did he just like stretch out his arm like Michael Jordan doing the <laughs> dunk in <Yeah>. Space Jam? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like space jam, he just reaches out yeah, and pulls probably in. the ladder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, actually, it's a not a terrible transition point. Next week, Carolina comes into town uh, oh. with old Julius. Yep. So, um, I don't know how I feel about. We're going to
1: make Brian go first because yeah. he's the only one that's got it right. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah
0: Brian
2: Nostradamus. Oh, God, What's I going on know. next week,
0: Nostradamus? Because <laughs> the the Panthers have been very up and down this year too. Yeah.
1: Um, Tell us how you feel, Brian. Mm-hmm. Give us some good analysis. None of the well, the Panthers will probably win unless they don't. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> Give us good analysis.
2: <laughs> you gotta try real um, hard. Did
0: the Panthers win on Thursday? I don't remember.
2: No, they lost by they, they three lost. or four to the Eagles.
0: Okay. Ah, um, oh, jeez. See, we're in Chicago. We're not in Tampa. In Tampa! (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. This is a tough one. I really want to say the Bears win. I just don't know if I can do it. Yeah. Um... You know, what? I'm, I'm going to do anyway. Bears Brian. win. Bears win twenty-four to twenty-three.
1: Is this because they're in Tampa?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Brad? Um. No, the Bears get killed. I think. I think this is the one where they do get killed. Like, I don't. Although, actually, man, is is Luke keekley What's his situation? I don't know. He He went. I think out. he's
2: healthy. He went out on Thursday. Yeah, but... he did leave the game. I think it was just concussion protocol, but then again, Luke Keekley had a concussion so bad last year that he like lost his ability to control like his tear ducts, so <laughs> yeah, they might be really careful with him. Bears lose
1: 12 to 9, <laughs> no touchdowns for anyone, <laughs> yeah. I- no, that's really lame. I'm going to say. <laughs> that's, yeah,
0: that's a terrible. It's really bad. Addiction.
1: It's really bad.
0: Someone has to get a touchdown.
1: The Bears lose 10 to 16. <laughs> that's not good and killed. All right. Well, I don't I I don't think that it'll look close except for the points. I think if you look at yards, the Panthers are going to have way more yards than the Bears but won't be able to get it done in the end zone.
2: I think, uh, I think the Panthers are going to win this. I think they're still a more talented football team, and they have like the mini-bye week coming from Thursday night football to Sunday. So making that like a week and a half to get ready for the Bears, I I just don't see it. And I don't see them as a team that you're going to have a ton of success just running down their throat. So you're going to be forced to try to just wear him down and then Trubisky's probably going to have to beat him through the air a little bit and I just don't know how I feel about that um so I I I think it can be a fun game I don't think the offense is so explosive for uh the Panthers that the Bears will just like lose 40 to nothing but I, I think this is probably like a 23 14 kind of game you know that kind of deal for the Panthers all right. Well, that um, you know, there's there's our guest for next week. Uh, it was a fun game. It was a fun game today. It was nice to. <laughs> it's funny to say that because you know, like five minutes before the end of the game, when it was headed to overtime, we were all talking was like, "I don't want to do the podcast tonight. This game's fucking stupid."
0: <laughs> it was such a <laughs> depressing was... way to
2: end that it looked like
0: we had it in in hand, and then yeah. suddenly we didn't.
2: Yeah, but I mean, the special teams was a big problem, but hopefully. Like I said, give him one week to straighten out, you know, losing the guy in charge. And Sherrick McManus
0: is just going to go bitch slap a whole bunch of people and it's going to be okay.
2: Yeah, on crutches. But um, yeah, hopefully...
0: He'll hit him with his crutches if he has
2: to. Fine, there you go. But really, if you try to look past the special teams nonsense, honestly, the Bears like almost dominated today. You know, like, it was almost yeah. a dominant win um even with a couple offensive turnovers so overall how how do you not feel at least decent coming out of that that your star running back and your hopeful star quarterback you know did their job and got your position to win a game and your defense like took advantage of a cupcake matchup and beat the crap out of them held them out held them to really nine points you know that's great I don't care how bad the offense on the other team is. If you hold them to nine points...
1: You're doing something right.
2: And you're handing them the ball in like that kind of field position sometimes. Like The, yeah, defense, right. the defense did something right. So it's a more exciting time to be a Bears fan than it was just two weeks ago by a significant margin. Even when you're losing, even when is making mistakes, there's so much more to invest in. There's so much more to watch and i hope you as bears fans enjoy it as much as we overall most of the time enjoy talking about it and analyzing it and hopefully next week uh, maybe we can come back and talk about another win but if not at least hopefully um it's just another development in the process so until then we will see you next time in the bear den